Y'all, so much is going on on the internet right now. Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears, that fat, dirty fuck, is being sued for child sexual abuse. Yes. And if you're wondering why I called him fat and dirty, listen to the last episode. It was really good. But uh, Kanye West is having it out with, well, with himself because no one's responding to him on the internet again um about where his kids are gonna go to school at he's bringing up sex tapes and playboys and his kids is not gonna be in it just all kinds of foolishness this is ashley marie and you're listening to don't put it past me y'all so i'm driving right just now i had my phone in my hand but i wasn't on it I'm driving down a main street. I'm in the left turning lane at the red light. And I try not to use my phone when I'm driving. I rarely do. And I don't engage into road rage. I did when I was younger, but people kill you for any reason now. If somebody acting crazy, I let them go. I don't interact with them if they start blowing their horn, if they think I did something to them. But I'm literally at a red light in the left turning lane. The middle and the right lane is not a turning lane. It's You have to go straight. I make my left turn and I see the Jeep to the right of me with her blinker on to left turn with me. And I'm turning into the outermost lane because as soon as I make the left, I have to make a right. And I guess, I don't know, maybe I had it on my mind because the new me would slow down and just let the motherfucker go because i'm not trying to lose my life because this bitch want to turn and she mad because i'm not letting her turn but i didn't let her turn she turned but she just didn't turn in front of me and i'm at the light and so she kind of stopped in front of me well stopped to the side of me but a little further to me so her window is not by my window and I'm watching just in case she on something because I'm not going to sit there and get shot, which I'm going to run over you if I have to. But when the light turned green, I guess she wanted to jump back in front of me, but the car in front of me was like slow to pull off. So she eventually pulled off. But she then she rolled down her window and was saying, put down the phone because I had the phone in my hand. Ma'am, you're not going to hear this, but I need to get it out. You literally made a left turn and you wasn't in the turning lane and you telling me to put down my phone no ma'am i need you to get in a turning lane to make a left turn damn these people get on my nerves so kanye got on the internet today which is thursday and on instagram just posting all kinds of craziness he started with he sent something to kim to get a young thugger out of jail Young Thug is a rapper who's in jail in Atlanta. The DA is have RICO charges against him for gang activity. Kim sent him some message asking him to please stop. And he was like, no, we need to talk in person. You don't have say-so where the kids go to school. Why you get to the say-so? Because you have white. And if you're confused about that, Kim's dad was an Armenian, so Kim is half Armenian, and Armenian is seen as people of color, FYI, if you didn't know that. And her mom is, of course, white. He wants the kids to go to Donda school. He put they're not going to Sierra Canyon. So you just blasted the school that your kids to, your kids go to on the internet. 
I'm not sure. I mean, I'm probably sure it wouldn't have been hard to figure that out or for somebody to find out. But for people who wasn't looking or didn't think the information was out there, you literally laid it in the app. Like some people don't go looking for trouble. But if something falls in their lap, like you telling them where your rich kids go to school at, that's just crazy. But he wants them to go to Donda school. This is what I think about that. If they were already gone to school and we're in the middle of a divorce and we haven't talked or settled where the kids are going to go to school at within a divorce. Because some people, couples cannot come to any decision and everything has to be decided by a judge. And it seems like that's going to be Kim and Kanye's, that's where they're going to land up at. That's going to be their story where a judge decides what religion they're going to be, what school they're going to go to. Who they gonna be for with the summer? Who go, who they gonna be with during the school year? And if they're in Sierra Canyon and y'all cannot agree, in my opinion, and I might be biased because I love the Kardashians. I mean, I love Kanye West, but I just feel like in these situations he's wrong. But if he if they're in Sierra Canyon and they've been going there and you haven't stopped it before you opened up the school then they should continue to go there until y'all have to y'all come to agreement. If y'all can't come to agreement and y'all still on opposite op, and y'all still opposition on opposite sides, then y'all need to let a judge decide. But Don, there's a new school. I'm not saying it's going to fail, but what if it fail? You want to uproot from the friends they know, the teachers they know, and just bring them to your school. You're not going to be there every week. Kanye be everywhere. So you're not going to be, it's not like he's going to be there every day at the school. So just to uproot them and without a conversation, because it's your school, I don't think that's cool. And especially if I have to deal with you on a daily basis and you already, you're exhausting. I'm not going to call them crazy, but if she's dealing with this, what we're seeing on the internet on an everyday basis is fucking exhausting. And I just wouldn't want to take my kids out their current school and put them in their dad's school because I mean I need to have my mental health in straight and it's very stressful to deal with someone as exhausting as Kanye it has to be so um Kim apparently sent him a text message from her mom and he posted this as well so he's posting their personal text you know her mom saying please stop I'm 67 years old like this is bringing great stress to me and his response to that was y'all don't have uh say so over my black children and where they go to school they will not do playboy and sex tapes tell your clinton friends to come get me i'm here he doesn't want to be called crazy but i hate arguing with someone and they bringing other people into the situation like we're talking about kids in school. Why are you bringing up sex tapes? You are trying to say that Kim had a sex tape. You openly admitted that you had a sex tape with someone as well. You had several sex videos on a computer that a cousin stole from you. And you have to pay him 200k to get it back. So how are you going to sit here and try to embarrass Kim or make her seem beneath you because she has a sex tape with an ex-boyfriend and you've openly stated that you had sex tapes as well. So I'm just conf confused about that. And you married the woman who did Playboy. I don't think anything is wrong with it. But if you're someone who think 
being in a Playboy magazine is immoral and you decide to marry a person and have kids with that person, then I'm sorry, sir. You put yourself in this position. You are the problem. Nobody else. Like you need to look and so you need to accept where you're at right now. Because you did it. I'm just confused. And then Ray J, the ultimate clout chaser, he's in a comment asking Chris, well, not in Chris comments, but on social media comments, basically saying, what about my mom's stress? My mom wasn't stressed behind her kids and what you did to us. You was the mastermind behind this. First of all, Chris Jenner did not mention your mom's name. Kanye is mentioning Chris' name. So it's her right to ask him to say, hey, I'm 67 years old. Stop mentioning my name. Chris didn't mention your mom's name. So, and you can't say that because it recently came up. The sex tape thing came up on a season one of The Kardashians, the new series on Hulu. And he was upset about that and gone on social media for a rent because, but his manager did an interview saying that there was another sex tape so it was covered on the show sir if your manager wouldn't have bought up another sex tape then it wouldn't have been on the show so who are you mad at and then someone in the comment section put something about jordan's mama's stress like what about her stress stress and the comment had like 6,000 likes. And I hate when, that mean they got 6,000 stupid fucking people in the world. Because first of all, Jordan put herself in a situation. I could see, I mean, these are black blogs. So I could see you being team Jordan because she's black and you want to be on a black person's side. I'm rooting for everybody black. But Jordan did what she did. She went to a house party with Tristan Tom, Thompson. She sat on his lap. She was all over him. He was all over her. She did a red table talk saying it was just a kiss the following morning. So she wants us to believe that her best friend is Kylie Jenner. They're literally attached at the hip. You cannot keep them separated. I watch the shows. I watch um, Kylie's reality show. I follow them on online. They literally did everything. They had an obsession with each other. They were really true best friends. And yes, people saying, well, Jordan was Kylie friend, not Chloe friend. Jordan was also a friend of the family. Kylie just became billionaire Kylie. So while Chloe was making her money and they were minors, she was sleeping over there, sleeping at Chloe's house, doing sleepovers. They're buying her stuff. They're um, taking her places, taking her to the mall shopping before Kylie is of age and start making her own money. Also, they're cutting her checks. She got checks for keeping up with the Kardashian, for Life of Kylie, for Chloe's clothing brand, um, the American Jean brand. I can't think of the name right now. Like She was a model for that. So people try to compare it saying, oh, Chloe took someone else's man. I'm sorry, this other person wasn't a friend of the family. This other person I didn't put on and buy expensive gifts and had in my house, in my room, talking about the problems I'm had with my boyfriend. So Jordan played the whole situation as if she was innocent. First of all, she... When she was on her red table talk with Jada, she said she was out. And in L.A., after the clubs go closed, it's normal to go to a house party. 
So she's claimed she's in a car with her friends turning up going to this house party. And her friend says the house party at Tristan's house. This is right after another cheating scandal with Tristan. So if you're in a car with your friends, your friends are not going to withhold from you that the house party is at Tristan's house. You already knew that the house party was at Tristan and where y'all was going because you was talking to him. So I'm pretty sure it was your plan to go there. Second of all, let's say if you didn't know and they say, oh, the house party is at Tristan. You literally live with Kylie Jenner at this time. This was right after Tristan got caught tongue kissing two random women in a club. And you're finding out that her boyfriend is about to, I'm not sure if True was born yet at this time, but her boyfriend is about to, is having a house party. The first thing you're going to do is call your best friend who you're attached to the hip with. At this time, Colin had her baby. She's with Travis and Jordan is living with them. But you don't call. And the Kardashians didn't break the story. Jason with Hollywood Unlocked did. Because he had one of his employees there. And they observed the behavior of Jordan and Tristan at this party. So she just claimed they went to the party. And then when she was leaving out, he kissed you. First of all, the next morning you're leaving out, the party's over. You want us to believe you didn't sleep together? And then my thing, if you didn't sleep together, why is he walking you out? Y'all just so happened to get up at the same time. He was, I, it's just the whole situation. It's like, whatever. Like, be team Jordan all you want, but have fucking common sense. She wasn't innocent in that situation. And yes, you know, they said a couple of things about her, but who wouldn't? If your sister, you and your sisters are going to talk about the woman that your boyfriend, husband, fiance is cheating with. That's just how it goes too bad so sad but anyway that comment fucking pissed me off but Kanye is on one right now he says anything um his mouth is gonna get him in trouble because at some point Kim always says she takes the high road but she's gonna get tired and take legal action at some point and he also asked Pete how was the tattoos of his kids doing in a trauma unit so it's like insinuating he's going to be in a trauma unit at some point because I didn't hear anything about Pete being in a trauma unit. The whole situation is just crazy. Tiffany Haddish, Tiffany Haddish, Tiffany Haddish. Let's try to break down what's going on with her and Ari Spears. And I'm so mad I never thought I would ever do... <laughs> talk about him on an episode I, th I thought he was a one-hit wonder but apparently he's not going to be a one-hit wonder might not even be a two-hit might be more like a five-hit but anyway they're being sued for child sexual abuse there's a Jane Doe and a John Doe the John Doe is still a minor Jane Doe is 22 and she's also the legal guardian of her little brother John Doe their mother doesn't have custody anymore. At some point, Tiffany, Tiffany and his mom was friends. Tiffany is being alleged that Tiffany Haddish took them somewhere to do skits. And the mom was under the impression that they were doing something for Nickelodeon. This skit ended up on funnyordie.com. And it's definitely not funny. I have 
my view on it is probably gonna be a little taboo the skit was very much inappropriate i would have not allowed my kids to do it whether the mom is claiming she knew about it now she's not a part of this lawsuit apparently some years back she received some type of money tiffany haddish lawyer is saying that this is a shakedown but it's your kids that were both minors so whether you intentionally allowed it or not you allowed it to happen it happened underneath your watch well i what i will say people are appalled by the skit i don't see the daughter i seen parts of the skits but i didn't even see or read that the daughter was in this actual skit in question the lawsuit tells a story of tiffany taking a daughter into a studio there's adults recording fussing over a subway sandwich and at some point the adults start eating each end of the subway subway sandwich and making sexually suggestive noises and then at some point tiffany asked this child this 14 year old girl at the time to mimic these noises she said she was disgusted she felt uh uncomfortable and when she didn't want to do it i guess tiffany started demonstrating how you give fellatio it doesn't say tiffany touched her I'm not saying you know teaching a 14 year old to give fellatio is not inappropriate enough but i don't see where the sexual abuse and it also uh accused them of grooming i know when you groom a child you're preparing them to do things to you know make them sex workers i don't see where they actually became sex workers or where they're alleged that they were actually sexually abused so the common consensus of this all over the internet is that this is disgusting why didn't they go to jail is inappropriate my thing is is acting yes it's inappropriate no i wouldn't allow my child to do it if it did happen under my watch tiffany and aries fizz would have got their ass beat from one end to another end and yes i probably would have sued as well if it was something illegal and i'm not someone who believes in the laws there are a lot of unjust laws so i'm not saying just because it's not illegal that it's right but just because um, a lot of people you know want them to go to jail i think if it was something illegal done they would have been arrested already so um they're alleging that john the little boy who's 15 now puts band-aids on all the cameras because he's afraid of being recorded the older sibling jane is alleging that she doesn't have any relationships and she has trust issues because of what happened to her outside of the incident in the studio i don't see what else has happened to her she said that she was separated from the brother when the skit in question was taking place while her brother was being molested i don't see in the skit i've seen a lot of it where he's being molested they had some cringy scenes in it my opinion is 
for the people who and my question is for the people who are outraged about the acting in this skit do you all feel the same way i've seen several tv shows and movies where kids are being raped or molested or you know um and it's it's very uncomfortable to watch i'm the type of person who i will fast forward through a scene where a kid is being abused molested even adult being raped if you ever seen players club since i was a kid that scene with the woman being raped i couldn't watch like i always left out on that scene made myself distracted whatever like it's still now i don't watch that scene but i would like to know like what's the difference between watching a movie because i've seen movies with kids sitting in their underwear um i just watched the aretha franklin movie and there was a scene where this man at a party came into our room to molest her and i don't know all that happened because i fast forwarded through it because i just don't like to see stuff like that i don't i'm not even big on sex scenes when everybody was saying um when people were getting offended about what men were saying about the p valley sex scenes i know they were saying it because it was men on men but i'm the type of person like it to me it's just unnecessary like if you want to see sex watch a porno like i don't mind the scene being set up you the camera go to them getting in bed and then you cut off to the next scene like i'm not watching tv to see people have fake sex so to me i just i can do without it but back to these kids what's the if you're outraged about this and you're speaking out whether you're commenting on it on under a post whether you're tweeting about it whether you're sharing outrage amongst friends co-workers and family why aren't you just as outraged when movie directors producers writers put these same scenes in movies and tv shows what's the difference because if one is inappropriate the other one this is a skit it was for funny.com it was for professional purposes yes it's disgusting yes if i was a child and i did that because my parents allowed me to do it or i was tricked into doing it and i got older and looked back at that footage i would be upset i would ask the people who were responsible for me why did you allow this to happen i will question the person who got me involved into this so i too think is it shouldn't have been done but i'm also a devil's advocate and i'm not outraged by it maybe because i see okay if i if I'm not out, if I'm outraged about this, then why am I not outraged about it happening in movies? To me, you can't pick and choose. And I, a, a lot of stuff in 2022, you can't get away with that you got away with in the early 2000s, the mid 2000s. And now that you can't get away with anything, I feel like people have selective outrage. If a child being put in sexually inappropriate positions in a skit for acting purposes, then what's the difference? I don't care if it was a $200 million budget movie. What is the difference? 
So I would like for you all to sit back if you're upset about this, if you're outraged. Ask yourself why you have selective outrage. Why are you okay with it being in a movie of a TV show, but you're not okay with it being in a skip? I'm a black and white person. If it's wrong, it's wrong. If it shouldn't be a, in a skit, it shouldn't be in a movie and in a TV show. And I'm not a fan of either. You already know I'm not a fan of Eric Spears. I didn't even know who he was until he was bashing little. So I never liked Tiffany Haddish. I don't think she's funny. I don't go to watch her movies. I see her on TV. I change the channel. When I see posts about her online, I don't stop and read. I'm just not a fan. I've never spread this information around. I just don't think she's funny. It's just something about her I just never liked. And, But I was okay with her winning and making money and being everywhere because there's a lot of mediocre white women comedians that are not funny who makes millions in movies and doing stand-up, just like Amy Schumer. How, you know, they were comparing her contract with the contract Netflix offered Monique. And people were saying, well, Amy's this, Amy that. Amy's not funny. I tried to watch two of her specials on there, and I couldn't get through five minutes. It wasn't funny. And I'm the type of person that I do relate to or understand white humor. I'm not someone who only watch black movies and TV shows. One of my ultimate favorite movies and definitely my favorite comedy is Step Brothers. I also like um, The Breakup and Pineapple Express and Superbad. And there's one with the, um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's with Tina Fey and the other lady from SNL, Why Baby Mama. Those are like my favorite comedies. Amy Schumer is not funny. Her stand-up wasn't funny. If Netflix paid her 100000 she was overpaid for it. Because it just wasn't entertaining. And that's my opinion. But I do want to put a disclaimer in that I'm not saying what I'm, what I'm saying because I'm a Tiffany Haddish fan. Because it's quite the opposite. She just, you know, my eyes go in the back of my head when she come across my TV. Because I'm just not here for her antics and I just don't think she's funny so but I'm also naturally a devil's advocate and I never jump on bandwagons like I my body naturally goes in a different direction that everybody else is gone everybody else is so outraged my body is gonna my mind is gonna be naturally not outraged and it's going to find a reason why and my reason why is why be outraged about a skit when a child is being used inappropriately in a skit and not be outraged about a child being used inappropriately in movies and TV shows? So that's my spiel on it. This information is just coming out. Apparently, they were sued in a past, and I think Tiffany probably paid something, but she wasn't named in a lawsuit. Uh, Ari Spears gave the settled with the mom and usually if the mom was representing the kids then you can't sue again but maybe something happened where the kids wasn't named in a lawsuit and this it made them be able to sue again so um this is not the first time it has come up funny or die say they took the video down in 2018 it was user submitted. They had nothing to do with it. When it was brought to their attention, they took it down. And just to give you some idea about the video, 
Tiffany is like a mom going out having fun, leaving her son at the time, this seven-year-old boy with her uncle. The whole time the son is in drawers, underwear. And there's a scene where he's in a tub playing and Ari Spears is laying on the rim of the tub. And the can the the angle the camera was on made it look as if the boy head area was by Ari Spears dick region. The little boy was taking a bath for doing something else and Ari Spears character was reading a newspaper with holes cut out watching the little boy. Uh, Aura Kelly, a little snippet of a Aura Kelly song came on like with Ari Spears and he was, my mind is telling me, but my body, that that thing, I can't sing y'all, but that song, I don't know the name of it, came on real quick on part of the clip. So it was a lot of just inappropriate. And at the end, it says something about watch who you leave your kids with. And it was uploaded to a comedy site, Funny or Die. I guess it's Die because, I mean, it wasn't funny. It was bad acting, bad production. And it was just inappropriate. Like all the things you could have done, why could you have done this? Now, all the things they are alleging in this lawsuit, I don't see it happening in this video. It could be very damaging to Tiffany's career. Aries doesn't have one, so whatever he's doing now, he's going to continue to be doing. You know, she might lose endorsements. People might not want to work with her. But it's going to be for optics and just the look of it. Because just like I said, if you're not okay with this, then you shouldn't be okay with it happening happening in movies but since there's such an outcry about the situation people are not going to work with her you know maybe a change in a few years but once you're hot then it's, you're not hot it's always to be hot again it's not easy to climb yourself out of a hole and she's definitely going to go in the hole whether she wins the lawsuit people was judging her for hiring Prince Andrew's lawyer. So Prince Andrew was sued by a bunch of women or had a bunch of sexual allegations made against him. And he had this rel relentless attorney. I don't know her name or his name, but people are saying that Tiffany are guilty because she hired this man. Who doesn't? This takes me back to one of my other episodes where I talked about contracts and people feeling like you should just continue with the contract you agree with instead of fighting for something better like who raised y'all if i'm in trouble in any trouble whether i'm wrong or right and i want to get out of it i'm gonna hire the best like how you judge someone from hiring an attorney that's good at what he's doing or good at representing certain cases if you're gonna go to family court you're gonna hire an attorney that's good at family court if you're having sexual allegations thrown at you, especially dealing with kids, you're going to hire an attorney that has proven himself with these kind of cases. If you're going to get a divorce attorney, you're not going to hire a criminal attorney. If you're going to if jail for murder or being charged with murder, you're not going to hire a family court attorney. Like You're going to hire the attorney you can get, the best attorney you can get with your money and one who has trial experience or just experience with probably not going to trial because they probably could settle or get it thrown out before you get that far. 
but that would just always confuse me why why somebody upset because she's getting the best possible attorney and i mean it sounds like she thinks she's innocent and she didn't do anything wrong so if you're innocent and doing it wrong just to please the mass masses and just out of optics you're not going to get the best attorney you're going to go get donald duck to represent you so people are not mad about your attorney like get a grip people but this is not looking good for them the skit was horrible what possessed them to do it but comedians all of a different breed i could find a lot of things funny i don't find this funny i love dark humor i love dark comedies i could laugh about inappropriate stuff but i mean just this wasn't funny just like the interview Aries Spears did about Lizzo like it wasn't funny and it doesn't even seem like you were trying to be funny at the end they had a a message as if they were sending a message it could have been sent better but I don't see the grooming I don't see the sexual abuse I see the how they made it try to seem like something was going on but nothing was actually happening by positioning can cameras a certain way so he was a little boy with underwear on so his privates was covered if it was a girl with her top off then that probably would have been something legal because for some reason men could walk with they around with their titties out but women can't and a lot of men have titties and if they're walking up the street with a shirt off they're not going to get stopped by a police where if it's a woman since we're ashamed about our bodies and we're told that we can't do x y and z and our bodies are police we will end up in the back of a squad car. But that's all I have for this topic now. I'm sure I'll be back talking about it soon. Y'all, let's talk about Chris Rock and Will Smith. I know everyone was tired of hearing about it, but y'all never heard my opinion. I'm bringing this up because I want to say earlier this week or last week, Vivica Fox said that she hadn't talked to Jada a will since she went on she was on a wendy williams show i think she was co-hosting this is during a time wendy was out well she's still out the show's gone but she was literally on the show crying talking about what will did and pretty much put the whole thing on jada saying she needs to take accountability her husband was defending her honor like, I really wanted to reach through the TV and smack the shit out of Vivica. You know, growing up, you like people as actors. But then when they, like, get on reality TV or do talk shows, it's like, wow, this person is really just not it. And she does some kind of show on Fox Soul with Lisa Ray, who opinions just boggle my mind. Uh, Claudia Jordan, who opinions just boggle my mind. Fun fact, Claudia Jordan, <laughs> when she was on Housewives, I used to watch it at that time. She blocked me. <laughs> I don't have the account she blocked anymore. So technically, if I wanted to, I can go follow her. But I didn't follow her at the time. I just thought when she was on Atlanta Housewives, like she wanted Nene's attention. So she started shit I don't know to just uh, maybe to make sure she had a storyline but to me it was just 
she was definitely clout chasing on the show. And at that time, clout wasn't a popular word, but that's what I'm assigning it now. And I just had to go on Instagram and tell her and she blocked me. But anyway, um, so my thing is Vivica, she claims she's been friends. I love Will and Jada. You're not their friend. Because Will Smith was a grown, handsome, rich man that went on stage and smacked another grown, somewhat handsome, rich man. Like, it was an even playing field. They both were able-bodied adults. They're both in the same career. It's not, you know, Will Smith smacking a homeless man or something like that, or Will Smith smacking a help or the presenter. He's uh, the presenters, the people who just hold the trophy on the stage. He smacked Chris Rock. He could have defended himself. I hated the fake outrage. I hated people calling violence. It was a slap. A slap is not violence. Every once in a while, people need to be smacked. But I didn't like how people okayed Jada's name being dragged through the mud. And I don't like the fact that people did drag her name to the mud. It doesn't matter, like, you know, Vivica said, he was defending her honor. Will Smith is a grown man. He chose to walk on stage and smack someone else. That was his decision, his responsibility. In this world, they always blame women for men's action, especially in a black community. People bashed Jada and blamed Jada more than they actually blamed the man who walked on stage and smacked another man. Um, I think Chris knew what he was doing. The last Oscars or the Oscars before the last one, a lot of black people boycotted it because no black movies were nominated. And Jada was real vocal about it. And when Chris hosted, he made jokes of like, you wouldn't even been invited. You know, he was just making on jokes on the line like, what are you outraged for something to, about a party that you wasn't even invited to from the beginning? So I think there was some history there. Jada wasn't, usually when people host, they go after the big names, the people who are being nominated. Jada was there as a plus one to her husband, Will, in his movie. And I cannot think of the movie for some reason right now he was being nominated for and that he won for but why did you have to take a jab at Jada and people say oh it's just comedy you wasn't taking low blow jabs at them white actresses and plus ones that were in there like he knew what he was doing and I felt like Jada and Will knew what he was doing and people was like oh it's not a big deal Jada shouldn't have been upset She's in a room full of her peers and someone is talking about her appearance in a, in the world, in Hollywood, Hollywood, weird, where appearance is everything. So what she's gone through with her hair, it has to be traumatizing and she has the right to be offended, to be embarrassed, to be upset about it, to feel some type of way. Now, when you sit your ass down on front of TV, in front of millions and you're being talked about, then you sit there and not be offended and not be hurt. But you have no right to tell Jada how she should feel. She's entitled to her feelings and she can feel how she want to feel. And she was upset about it. Now, people was pointing out, oh, we'll laugh. Uh, people laugh a lot when they're uncomfortable. 
And when they know the cameras are on to them, people laugh to play it off. People laugh when they're nervous. People laugh stuff off just to get through the situation. So the fact that he was laughing, I don't know why he was laughing. If he truly found it funny, I was just like, ah, but you know, we don't know. So I'm not going to sit here and say that he just thought the joke was so hilarious. Like we don't know what was the intention behind his laugh. And he, I mean, he wanted to go up there and smack Chris and he did. And Vivica, there wasn't your friends. What I got from the, like the nineties popular actress, like the Claudia's and Lisa Ray's and Vivica, they're been waiting for something. You know, amongst black people, you know, I guess Jada and Will was the it cup in Hollywood, period, and very successful. And Jada married a successful man, and she's successful in her own right. It was like black Hollywood was waiting on this, and it finally happened, and they just ate it up. And it was really pitiful and sad to watch. Like, Vivica, you're not your friend. You come up as someone who, seek, and Lisa Ray, like, y'all secretly envied Jada because she got her man and y'all didn't. And y'all been sitting on y'all ass for 20-plus years waiting on something to happen, hopefully waiting on their marriage to break up or for something like this to happen and it finally happened. Like, you're not a friend. If I was Jada and Will, I would never speak to you again. I wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire. So go back on that white man's network and cry over a damn slap. And stop blaming women for shit, especially when men do something. And Chris Rock, he had all the empathy in the world. Everybody was team Chris. He's been on tour since like right after this incident happened. He was on tour for like... Like, the three days later, he was on tour, and I think he's still on tour. And somebody asked him, uh, he was saying in his show that Oscars asked him to come back next year and host. And he was like, that's like Nicole returning back to the restaurant. Nicole Simpson, who was murdered. It was very distasteful. People spoke out. People were shocked that he said this. And immediately, people started saying, Will need to smack you again. That's why you got smacked. And that's that selective outrage. By the masses saying this, you knew when people were so upset about it, they wasn't really upset. It was just someone who they probably been didn't like. Ben wanted to say something that people pray for your downfall of your image come off as too good. And they feel like you're not that person. They're just waiting like, it's the fake outrage, the selective outrage. But now everyone is telling Chris, oh, yeah, Will should slap you again. Or oh, that's why Will slapped you now. So that literally flipped the script. Will Smith is back on social media. I think he's been back for a couple of weeks now. I wouldn't have left. I mean, the only person who should have been upset about the slap is Chris. I mean, he could have been outraged. It didn't seem like he was outraged. I'm pretty sure he was embarrassed and shocked. But in that moment, he could have slapped back, hit back. You know, he handled it how he saw fit. I'm not judging how he handled it because I wasn't in that situation. And I know Hollywood, especially at the Oscars where 
black people are not wanted and the oscars tell y'all that year after year you know they throw y'all crumbs and y'all hop on it like a bitch in heat and i don't know why but they would have loved a spectacle you know all the white hollywood i'm pretty sure they still whispering about it and it would have been whispering more if chris would have fought back but you know chris took the job in a year where no black people were nominated which i i mean that's sellout behavior to me and i remember listening to the breakfast club around this time and they were saying you know he has a family to feed um you know this is money why should he you know not take the job he has daughters all this and all that my thing is chris is not hurting for money i don't count people pockets but he's been around a while and i'm pretty sure he's well off and not taking that one hosting job wouldn't have hurt him and then if it would have hurt him and just like i said on a previous um episode black people these days don't sacrifice what if it did hurt them you know stand up for something like why continue to go to this racist platform this platform was built on racism at one time black people couldn't go to the oscars they wasn't black people wasn't being nominated like this is not your platform this wasn't built for you when times changed and things changed, they were forced to do things. But if they wasn't forced, do you think you would be? I don't think that the Oscars would nominate black people if they wasn't forced to. If it wasn't taboo not to. It's not inclusive. Overall, with any racist institution, and when I say racist institutions that was built at a time where black people wasn't nominated only because they were black or they wasn't allowed to go if they wasn't nominated or be seen or had to sit in a certain place that's a racist institution it was built on excluding people being racist i don't think you can change that within i feel like it needs to be dismantled i think that black people, you know, when you're dreaming of being an actor or actress, winning this type of award is everything. But why strive for something that wasn't built for you, that wasn't made for you? Like Independence Day. You know, now it's taboo in a black community to celebrate Independence Day, but we wasn't independent. We wasn't even human at the time. We wasn't even seen as human being so it's like what are we celebrating why do you want to be celebrated about an institution that for decades didn't even acknowledge you because of your skin color there's enough talented black people whether it's writers producers actors directors in hollywood that can build a award show for our movies not saying they can't nominate white movies and tv shows but for something to be more inclusive and have a committee that represents all of hollywood and not some old white people deciding what's the best art when they can't even relate to your art unless you're doing something mainstream or unless you're telling a true story that you know, 
white Hollywood resonates to because they love, you know, Aretha Franklin or Muhammad Ali or whatever true story. You know, it seems like when we do true stories of Hollywood people that was shooking and jiving and entertaining white people, then you have a better chance to get nominated. Because there's a lot of mediocre, not good movies that white people do that get nominated and win. I mean, there are some really good ones. I usually see who's nominated for the Oscars so I can go and watch the movies just to see if I think they're any good. But do better. Vivica pissed me off. Chris is an asshole. I mean, you know, he is a comedian, but people have the right to get upset. And don't be shocked. I'm not saying Will had the right to put his hands on anyone, but when you're talking about some someone's wife, on a stage like that in front of her peers and she's embarrassed i mean don't be shocked by the reaction i mean you can't go around saying what you want they say it's a role of free speech but you're gonna say the the right thing to the wrong person or the wrong thing to the right person however you want to look at it a Telfer bag for a while now it's a black owned company it comes off as if it's supposed to be a luxury company or like a rival with the Gucci's the Louis Vuitton's things like that it's black owned I've been wanting a bag for a long time even before that picture of Beyonce with the white one went viral but I will always check and it will always sold out I used to be like, damn, when do they restock? And not too long ago, there was a post on Instagram about it. And I commented, like, I've been trying to get one. It always sold out. And someone was saying, you have to sign up for the notifications. And they'll send you emails. Like, a, sometimes a day, sometimes a few days, a week. They'll send an email saying a release date for a color they already have or a new color. And I was able, the first release date I got was for a corn beef a corn beef color so um i know it was vegan leather so i mean vegan leather synthetic leather when vegan leather leather first got popular i always thought it was some different type of quality material but it's regular pvc um synthetic leather and pvc is one of the better better um vegan leather leathers or synthetic leathers and it only lasts like two to five years so I bought the small bag just to see how I would like it before and they're not expensive I think the small bag was 150 there's a medium size shopping bag and then a large bag could be like $300 or close to $300 they sell other things that are more expensive, like other shake bags, other styles that's not the shopping bag and clothes and shoes and stuff that go um, for a higher rate than these shopping bags. But I didn't want to make a big investment in it, but it's a, pop, it's a popular brand, so I wanted to try it out. Everybody else got Telfer bags, Beyonce got a Telfer bag, I want one too. So I got it and I bought it a few weeks ago. I completely 
forgot about it. And last night in the dead dark, I'm like, wait. Because I bought a small one. It's really like the box was like, I'm like, I hope I didn't accidentally throw away the box that it came in. So I put my light on the phone. I seen it. I never opened it because I wanted to do an unboxing. So I opened it today. And it's really, it's not worth $150. you are paying for the name. You're paying to have the same bag Beyonce had. Even though they were making a name for themselves prior to Beyonce. Like the quality is not there. It looks like a 1999 bag. It's no, I don't see it lasting two to five years, especially if you're wearing it every day. What made me open it was because the black is available. I wanted to get the large black one for when I travel to kind of go on top of my carry-on bag and for it to be the personal bag I take onto the plane versus getting one of those uh, Louis Vuitton bags because the price went up like doubled. Some Louis purses tripled. At least from when I was purchasing them back in 2009 and 10. So I opened it up and I am not impressed. I'm glad I supported a black business. There's no refunds. I might put it on Poshmark to sell. I might still get the black small one. I was thinking about getting a black small one because I've seen a girl on Instagram with one. And I was like, oh, it's cute. I can wear that as an everyday purse. Right now I have a crossbody leather, black leather coach everyday purse. And I mean, it's good quality. The leather is good. Um, you won't know it was coach on it was a coach bag unless you recognize their tight buckle but it um it definitely can't be used as an everyday bag it have to be used as a once in a while bag because it won't stand the test of time it's definitely cheap looking and made now i would agree on pictures and in videos it looks nice but in person the quality is not there. It's definitely not worth 150. You're paying for the brand. I mean, a lot of stuff with Louis Vuitton, like it's good quality, but is it worth thousands and thousands of dollars? No, for the most part, you're paying for a brand. You're paying for the name. You're paying to be a part of a certain club because they build that name for their company. They build that brand. So just thought I would share so definitely go and buy one support black business always just don't be shocked I wasn't shocked I was a little shocked thought I was gonna be pleasantly surprised and I'm I wasn't pleasantly surprised but that's it today guys there's some other stuff I wanted to talk about I'll save it for next episode This is Ashley Marie, and I'll see you guys next Sunday.